Get him off. Thumb in there, fill the holes. Thumb? What? Haven't you got a putty knife? No. Mate, you need a putty knife. Well, I don't really know what that is. And it's I just... Like um, a knife, but for putty. Yeah, I didn't have that. I just had to use my... I used a chopstick and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. Hello and welcome to the Tim and Gendel's Weekend Podcast. My name is Scott Morris and I live in Edinburgh. I'm also an absolute legend. This podcast is an uncut audio chat between two best mates catching up every Monday chatting about their weekend. Hopefully it's not too dull. Enjoy! <laughs> Morris! Nice, Scotty. <laughs> Happy oh. birthday, Scotty. Recently turned 40 years old, Scott McMorris. Well old. So, um, yeah. Thanks for that, Scott. And happy birthday, my friend. He sounded like he'd had a big weekend, if you ask me. He sounded a little bit, um, what's it, didn't he? He sounded a bit um, hoarse, yeah. Maybe sick. Because instinctively now, if somebody sounds a bit gruff, it's like, oh, you got corona. Got corona, mate. Yeah, but is that a a side effect to have a husky voice? Yeah. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Still, (laughs) she'd probably know the side effects by now. It's only been a year. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. Cold flushes, isn't it? Hot flushes, sweats. Yeah, yeah. Um, and lazy eyes, twitchy elbows, <laughs> <laughs> pins and needles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for that, Scott McMorris. Always nice to have a new listener intro every single week. Let's do this. <laughs> another day it's another dollar people welcome blue monday look at the weather outside blue sky monday crumbs mate what a day to be alive today monday the 29th of march 2021 it is an absolute glorious day in birmingham let me tell you the wind is blustering Um, it's a lovely (laughs) a lovely temperature (laughs) what how do you i didn't get that to make sense it's an absolutely glorious day. The wind is blustering. You can barely stand up out there. It's um, it it's is nice. It's fresh. Beauty. It's fresh. Spring is springing, mate. We are, we are. The buds are out. It is optimism. We're we're officially all out of lockdown now. Do whatever you want now from today. Well, no, um, not not quite. <laughs> That's not quite it, mate. Can I just say something? You know how today they've come out with this new rule, like um. Oh, rule, you know, you can go in other people's back gardens or you can hang out with your mates or whatever, but only up to six people. But unless it's um, two family households, then you can. We've been in this for weeks. This is. Well, no, no, we haven't, have we? I haven't. Well, we have. We have. Everyone has. Nobody's. Nobody's not been meeting people in the park. Everybody's been meeting people. Yeah, I mean, there has been a bit of that going on, There's but been no one's been no one's been going on. to people's gardens. Well, I haven't got a garden, so I haven't. We haven't been doing that. Um, you met people in the park. Mm, yeah, you have. They happen to be there. They but, happen um, to be there. Yeah. Rule of one. Always exercising. They're exercising. It's exercise in the park. Um, but um, it no. feels it's. I've just driven for a. I've just been for a COVID test the other side of town, and. Um, I know it's the classic, isn't it? Ooh, it's like there's not even a lockdown. It's like there's not even a lockdown. Even worse now. 
because people are allowed to go to other people's back gardens and then it'll be a bit cold. Let's just nip inside the kitchen, but I won't sit near you. We'll have the door open. Oh, there's no such thing as just going to people's gardens and that's it. No. That's I'll tell you what, mate. A thing. We're all going to be surfing that third wave come the middle of June. We've had the third wave. We've had the third lockdown. That'd be the fourth one. No, it'll be the, it'll be the third wave that we've got mm, coming. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Put your, get your wetsuit on and your board waxed, man, because we are going to be surfing this summer. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> enough of the optimism. How are you doing, Tim? You started off. You literally started off that this whole section as like, woo, spring, life is good. And then you plummeted down to we're all doomed. Uh, I'm all right, mate. I've had half the vaccine. I'm immortal. I'm immortal. I will never die. My mum and dad have had both now. They've had all the vaccines. Yeah. Posh. So, uh, yeah, they're ready to take on the world again. They can come around my back garden. They can. They can. Come around. Here we go then, episode 26, Tim and Gen's Weekend Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your reviews. Thanks for your shares. Keep them coming. Um, make sure you are subscribed so the latest episode drops into your little podcast app as and when it's released every single Tuesday. Me and Gendo. Tuesday morning, yeah. Big advocates um, of talking. We like talking. It's good to talk. And um, we do this and give a little mention to our favourite charity, Calm, don't we, Gendo? Yes, the Campaign Against Living Miserably, um, a charity that's very close to our heart. Is that my... Oh, oh Amazon's here with his bin bags. Here's oh. his bin bags. Don't need bin bags, mate. I've, I ordered, I've got plenty of them now. Um, hopefully Camilla will get the door. That's fine. She's got it. Uh, yes, Campaign Against Living Miserably, charity very close to mine and Tim's hearts. Um and some yes a, a charity we like to give a shout out to on each podcast because they are advocates of talking with your best mates or talking with any friends and staying in contact which is a bit of a, a premise of this this podcast really tim and i like to catch up every monday say how we're doing even if we've done very little it's good to have a catch up that's the door going again sorry about this guys hopefully yeah. don't get it Go and she, i think it. she's got it she's got it now um but yeah Big part of uh, a big part of the podcast is calm, and we like to give them a shout out. So thank you guys for uh, for supporting us. Yeah, and if anybody is suffering, if anybody knows anybody that's suffering with their mental health or just wants to have a chat, the calm helplines are open every single day of the year, three six five from five pm. So five pm till midnight. There's always someone to talk to, and the number for that and the links are in the show notes. Should we rate our weekends? Of course. Do that. Of course. Right, the weekends. Go on then, you go first because you've been away, haven't you? 8.2. Oh, good. Very good. Yeah, I'm going to go 8.2. Um, after my thriller last week, which was a 9.5, hasn't been as exciting this weekend, but still really good. Um, okay. Still really nice and exactly what I wanted. So I'm going to give it a solid seven. Oh. Been decent. Been decent. Nice and chilled. Friday then. Should we start? Friday, Friday. What did you do on Friday night? Go on then, what did you do Friday night? Did you when did you go to Switzerland again? I've lost track of the days. Oh no, we oh. passed we passed each other in Heathrow in Airport. Yeah. We passed Which, in the air. I um, was um no, in the airport because I land I was off to get the Heathrow Express, looked at my little story, and you were in Heathrow. So oh, we yeah. were like literally in the same terminal at the same time. I could feel your presence. Probably. Um, I flew out on Wednesday. 
So we passed. Thursday yeah. was there. Friday, <clears throat> um, went snowboarding. I'm not going to go into Friday because it's kind of against the rules a little bit. But basically everything hurt when I went snowboarding. I was on a brand new snowboard. And I don't know if, like me, if anybody listening is 40 years of age um, and hasn't really done any kind of physical activity for near enough two years because of lockdown and, and not being able to go snowboarding. Well, certainly not snowboarded for two years, but then also done hardly any exercise. Friday was just one of the most painful days I've ever had. Um, so mm. it was like a form of medieval torture snowboard boots which by their very nature normally are quite comfortable felt like i was wearing the concrete boots that you'd put on a mafia boss's feet and chuck him into a river were they new they were, no they're about four seasons old mm. but they they just hurt oh my god like my my feet just weren't used to being in snowboard boots um so I basically yeah, rode around these hard, hard pieces. And the, the problem is, and I don't know if you have this as well, but I have it really bad where in my head, when I strap into my snowboard, I'm still 21. Yeah. So I, I ride around and I look at things and go, oh, I'll just jump over that. Oh, I'll just do a turn there. Oh, I'll, and of course, the oh, I'll just jump over that means, oh, I didn't jump over that. I've hit it and I'm now cartwheeling over it. Um, I'll just turn there, turns into, oh, my legs aren't quite strong enough to handle the G-forces at which I hit this turn. So I basically just fell over all over the entire mountain. Um, and Friday night ended up in the sauna in the hotel naked. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. But that you, you acted like the, the fact that you'd fallen over all day was the reason you ended up in the sauna naked then? It was. It like, was. What, like your punishment? Well, I no, the, the, you... you it was in Switzerland and you had to be naked in the sauna. Subsequently, there was no one else in there because I don't think I'd have felt very comfortable. I'm British, aren't I? Do you know what I mean, mate? Not getting, not getting that little thing out in front of everyone. Did you have a, <laughs> did you have, no. did you go, did you go in with the towel around you, sit yeah. down, sit down and release, yeah. but then sit with your hands next to you on the towel, ready to like whip cover, it shut. Cover if, a little uh, tip up, just in if case. A, if a real man came in and sat yeah, next to you. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, because you have to sit on the towel because I'm not putting my sweaty bum, my sweaty bum and my my balls down. Am I on the the nice planed? Well, that's what it's open. for. Yeah, minging though. So sat on the towel, um, kept myself kind of covered up. Really, um, got really hot. Thought this is going to do my muscles the world of good. This and that was Friday. Very yeah. nice to be in the mountains. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And actually, I say that I hurt myself. It was painful and it wasn't the most pleasant of things, but um, it was good. We did some rehearsals as well for the show I was working on. Um, that was good. And um, yeah, man, easy. Is it good? Easy Friday. And then was I started then we... watching, I started watching, sorry, Long Way Up with Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah. Is that a sequel? Where, are they, a where tri- are they going up? What are they driving up? Um, they're, um, they've started off in Ushaya, which is the most southerly point of Argentina and they're driving up through the whole of South America to Los Angeles over wow. 12,000 miles but doing it on electric bikes oh that's good yeah what's that on Apple TV yeah nice it's really good actually if you didn't love Ewan McGregor before you will do after this who didn't love him before though mate he's such a hero oh my god he's such the nicest man in the world 
And nicer than Clooney, not nicer than Clooney. No, don't be silly. No way. Um, but he's he, they go into this absolute tiny little random shop in the middle of Argentina. They've been on these electric bikes for three hours. They happen upon this tiny little town. He walks into this shop to buy just a bag of crisps, and he looks up and his film is on the telly in the shop. Which one? Phantom Menace. No, not a Star Wars movie. It's um, he plays a knight in it, and there's loads of like, kind of goblins and ghouls in it. I didn't recognise it, but he looks at it. And he's like, "Oh my god, I'm in this film." And Charlie Borman walks in, he's like, "You what? You're in this movie?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm in this." He's like, "I don't know what part of the story this is, but I, I am in this." And they wait, and obviously it cuts a little bit, and then all of a sudden there's a few people standing around him, and all the locals have walked in to come and look, and then he appears on screen, and everybody starts cheering. It's so funny. <laughs> Just in the middle of Argentina. It's really cool. Really, really cool. Oh, I might watch that. Well worth it. Well worth it. I'm mm. on episode six. So uh, mm. yeah. nice. Come on then. What did you do on Friday? Friday. Well, I got back on. Um, I got back on Wednesday as well. Obviously, we crossed paths. Um, Friday. I was so tired when I got when I got back because uh, I don't know if you didn't listen last week. I was in Switzerland last week. Tim went to Switzerland. Um, but I had to come back on Wednesday. I flew back. I had to get up at 4am to, uh, to get a taxi back to Zurich cause we could only fly back from Zurich. So, and the day before for the event I was at, I was up at 4am. So I basically had two nights of sleep with not, with, um, with not much sleep. So I was, I was shattered by the time I got home. And then obviously since then I've just been fully quarantining. So Friday didn't do much. Made um made Camilla go out and get my ingredients for Gendo's special spag bol. And then I thought I'll make a big, big uh, vat of spag bol to last us over the weekend. So I did that. And then we... Oh, hang on. What's in the Gendel's special? What makes it special? Just the fact you've made it. It's not that much. It's not that special. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. The first time Let's I ever see. made it for Camilla, I was like, I was like, I'm going to do my special spag bol. And she was like, Wow. Oh, do you make your own tomato sauce? I was like, no, I just get Domio. He's <laughs> like, wow, what do you, do you do? Is there some special, uh, what, what else do you do? Do you chop up fresh tomatoes, put in it? No, Surely they're, they're just tinned. They're just tinned tomatoes I put in there. There's literally nothing special about it, apart oh. from the fact, and I think a lot of people do do this, I put in a, a big tablespoon full of Marmite. That's the, that's the key. Oh, okay. Well, that's special. That's yeah, it's pretty special, but I, don't, I think a lot of people do that. But it's a good, it's good to have in there. So I made a big vat of uh, spag bol to last us, and then we started watching series three of Formula One Drive to Survive. Oh, You've been watching nice. that? I watched the first two series and loved it, but I haven't watched the third one yet. Is it it's good? It's good. It's really good. We ba- we basically watched the whole series over the weekend. It's just, it's just so compelling to watch, isn't it? It's I just think because like, it's, I don't even like Formula been, One that much. Well, that, but... that world has always been so untouchable, hasn't it? And mm. so, you know, you know the amount of money the drivers are on. It's the pinnacle of motorsport. It's the pinnacle of sport, really, in a lot of people's eyes. Is it a sport? Not really, kind of is. That's an argument for the pub. But, like, it's always been that, you know, the amount of money that they're on and, and the fact that it's so elusive and so glamorous that you yeah it just they're always in Mm. private jets they're this they're that and i think the first two series for me just yeah the breaking down of those barriers and seeing behind the curtain was amazing yeah absolutely amazing 
I think it's the fact as well, like if you don't really follow Formula One, you'll know like one or two of them and their faces. But in that sh- in that show, you get to know so many. And like, so normally if you turned on Formula One, it'd just be a load of cars driving around. But now you've there's a face for all of them. Yeah. Or most of them, you, you know, in a series, it'll cover off most of them. So you can, you, you can put a character to all, to all of them. And suddenly, just all the little, tiny little relationships and little... Uh, and really, it's the team bosses. It's their, it's their rivalries that it's are the, really fascinating. Show. Yeah. Because it's like, that's fascinating. But um, Who's your favourite? Uh, what, favourite driver? Yeah. Um, I quite like... Um, I quite like Lando, the the English kid, the young English kid. I think he's oh, quite. Yeah. He's he's a little bit. He's kind of got that. He's not quite cocky yet, but he's probably going to get quite cocky. But he still seems yeah. quite sweet and young. Quite like him. I mean, I just I just like Lewis Hamilton. I can't bear anyone who slags off Lewis Hamilton because he's just he is just. Uh, Do he's you just really that like Lewis Hamilton? Well, uh, yeah. Why not? Why Why wouldn't I like him? He's too considered for me. What do you mean? Everything that comes out of his mouth, he's thought about nah. three times first. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, anyway, good show. Watched a load of them. load of them on yeah. uh, Friday night. That was good. And then um, shattered, fell asleep. Can't remember what else after that. That was Friday. Wow, we've been chatting on Friday quite a lot, haven't we? Let's do well, we... Saturday. What did... What did you say? We got lost in Spag Bowl for a bit. <laughs> did you do on Saturday, Saturday? In the day, and of course, what did you do on I'm going to go and I'll get this done real quick. So, well, no, because yours is way more excited than mine. I, I've literally oh, had the, I've had the dullest weekend. Not dull because it's been great, but I mean, you're, you've been away. Can we like emphasize yours more a bit? Because like yeah, I go think on, I think you all have had way more exciting things than me. Uh, for example, in my notes, Saturday fresh bread. Well, that's Camilla. Camilla made a. Uh, she well, she used to make bread quite a lot, to varying degrees of success. The first one she ever made came out the size of a bread roll, tiny. But then she started. She started to have a go again, and she made the best loaf of bread she's ever made on Saturday morning. Oh, it was, it nice. was it was fantastic, wonderful. So we had a nice, uh, nice. Does she uh, know how she did it? Because that's always the thing, isn't it? Sometimes you, bakers don't quite know. They do everything the same, but it just comes out differently. I think she'd been talking to a dad. Like she, her dad does it quite a lot, and I think he'd been uh, flipping her, helping her a bit. He puts is honey. Is there anything in? he can't do? I oh, know it's annoying. It's bloody annoying, isn't he? He is a bit annoying. Worth noting that Gendel's recording this podcast from a brand new desk that looks like it's from made.com. It's like a beautiful mahogany iron desk that her dad's whittled probably from some driftwood he found. And he's smashed the iron with his bare hands out of a forge like Thor probably as well. Mm. He's really talented, isn't he? Yeah, annoyingly. He can do lots of stuff. It's quite good. Does he listen to the podcast? Don't know actually. I'll tell him Stephen, to listen to this can one. Can you make me a desk, please? He would. He, he will. He'll make you one. Would he? Yeah, I'm sure he would. He, he's he, he's just uh, well, he's got a bit of time on his hands, and he likes he likes a challenge. He's like you know he's quite good. Like when he when I often speak to him, I go mm, I'll just I'll just hint at something. 
that could do with <laughs> could do with some help. Plant that seed, and then next thing you know, he'll send you over a picture of a prototype that he's making. What a hero! What hey, is this kind of what you're after? You're like, yes, that's it, mate. He Thanks, must Stephen. like you. Like, I know that's good. Your father-in-law must. must actually like you. I that's think he good. does. I think he does. But um, I like him too. Just in case he's listening. Now you grovel him. Yeah, I know. Um, where did we where did we get to then? Yeah, had some bread. So yeah, he puts honey in this bread. So I think the honey made it nice. Oh. So that was a bit of a highlight. Then what else did I do? Camilla made this headboard for our bed out so, of um. Wait, she's been you, on craft crazy. Are you married crazy. to the bloody cast of remake and resave or whatever it is? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> Christ I don't know. She's, it's she's like a, your fa- it's like your in-laws are living through the war or something like, what is going on making your own bread like cr- constructing your own household items she just looks she gets crafty every now and then and gets into a little craft spell and she saw about we were talking about a headboard like to make our our bedroom like a bit fancier so she while i was away it's because i was away so she went a bit you know, she had time on her hands to do crafts, but she made this headboard out of like it's it's out of cardboard, and but this with this really nice with like sponge on it and this really nice fabric, looks amazing. So we've put I put that up, put that behind the bed, and then um had to because it like kind of obstructed where these pictures used to be. I had to move the pictures. When I moved the pictures, there's massive holes in the wall, so I had to uh. fill the holes with old uh, polyfiller. Did that. That was my DIYing for the day. Yeah, nice. Getting my thumb in there, fill the holes. Uh, that was about it. Thumb. Then, then thumb. what? Did we do? what? Haven't you got a putty knife? No, mate. You need a putty knife. Do I? Yeah, way easier what? to fill the holes with a putty knife. Well, I don't really know what that is, and it's I just like um, a knife, but for putty. Yeah, I didn't have that. I just had to use my. I used a chopstick, and. Uh, <laughs> I actually did. You know the gun thing? You know the gun, uh, the plunger with the plunger? Yeah. It's like a bit... with that for polyfiller, though. Well, this is all I had. That's all I found. Um, it's, it was called polygrip, which I think is the same. No, you see, that's that's a glue. That's not is a that, filler. Is that not the same? No. Well, that's what's well, that's in my okay. walls. Did it work? <laughs> well, did it work? <laughs> that was all it was. It looked the yeah. same. I thought it looked the yeah. same. But as I squeezed it, in the bit, it's a massive gun thing. I thought this is yeah. a bit excessive. This thing, just these little holes, but it was all I had. Yeah. As I squeezed the plunger, it kind of burst at the end. It wasn't coming out because I think yeah. it had like clogged, dried up, the, up, dried up at the nozzle. Yeah. So it burst and, it was, and came out the back. Came out the back. Yeah. So then I thought, oh, I'll just get it out the back. So I stuck a chopstick in there, scoot that out, <laughs> scoot that out, and then put the chopstick on the wall, and then just like thumbed it in. Okay. <laughs> And oh, then, all right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> thumbed it right in, and then just yeah. smoothed it off with my finger. Looks good as new. Oh, there you go. Still need to paint over it. Yeah, get round to that. Probably, yeah. probably good that you've married into the Burnsides, actually, again, with uh, mm. Dad and Camilla to do all the DIY. Yeah, it's not really my thing, but I made it work. It looks uh, fine. I'll get you a putty knife. It's your birthday soon. I'll get you a putty knife. Go on then. Yeah, that's a good gift. That's a good yeah. gift. Um, and then finally had a delivery, bad delivery. Do you know why, why this was so bad? This, is, this wow. is one of the worst things that's ever happened in a, in a delivery. So we ordered chicken burgers and chips, right? Treated ourselves. We're like, oh, we fancy a burger, not quite a burger. Let's have chicken burgers. 
And um, this place that we used to go to every now and then where Camilla used to work was really good. We're like, oh, their burgers are amazing. Let's order them. So it came. Camilla used to work in a burger shop. No, not in there. Next to where she used to work. Oh. We, was gonna like, say. It, was by, it was by her office when and I used to meet her for, for lunch ah, and we'd right, have these right. burgers. So we're like, oh, let's have them. So the, the bag came with the food, handed it over, take it into the lounge, open it up. Ooh, feels a bit cold. Where's the drinks? Oh, no. Open the can. Open the chips box. The, pot, the classic polystyrene chip box. The cold can is inside there on top of the chips. What? It's inside the chip, the box on top of the chips. Now, That's who, ridiculous. who goes, oh, man, these cans are going to like roll around. I know I'll stick them in the, with the hot chips. Someone did that. Someone made that decision on Saturday night. I was livid. You know what I'm like for? I don't like to warm up my ordered food. That is not what I want to do. But um, I did. Stuck it in the microwave anyway. Fine. Warm the chips up. Ate them in a bit of an angry way. And, uh, you know, cursing delivery for a bit. How how good is it? Burgers, though. How are the burgers? Mm, All right. But it just tainted them a little bit. Had to warm them up. It was all a bit cold. It was all a bit cold. (sighs) Anyway, then I watched the movie that was my recommendo, but I'll tell you about that later on. Go on then, Saturday. Go for it. Very nice. Um, So Timo's Saturday, um, it was the Red Bull Super Ski Cross, which is a ski cross race. If you don't know what ski cross is, it's four skiers racing on a downhill course littered with obstacles. But of course... Because this was Red Bull, all the obstacles were bigger, crazier, and never seen before. So just um, really cool event, supersized ski cross racing, um, which is just good anyway. Just watching people race is fun, but watching them race over jumps and trying to knock each other over and battle and stuff was good. Um, but yeah, it was a really fun race. Comment did the commentary for it. Um, so I had to go up in the morning early, do the live pre-show first at the bottom. And then once we'd finished that, we then had to very quickly race to the bottom of the mountain um, and go and do the commentary from the commentary booth uh, down at the bottom. But yeah, it was, So the um, pre-show was like pre-recorded? Yeah, pre-recorded pre-show. Yeah. Whilst they were training behind us on the course, getting ready. And how, how long was the pre-show? 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so a little chat with um, the guy, like, linking in and out of a few VTs and stuff. It was pretty cool. And then um, the race, the racing built really amazingly. So it started off quite pedestrian and was a bit kind of like, oh, struggling to get into it. But then it just started to build up and pick up. And then this guy opened up this new line, like, cutting the corner totally and almost like cheating but it totally wasn't cheating um so everybody like freaked out over that and then the final race of the day the final feature was if you imagine a jump but in the middle of the jump was a house but the house has been cut straight down the middle and fallen in half so it was like a v shape oh i saw that yeah and so the very last race the three right the three skiers came to this bottom jump almost at the same point the guy in the middle that was leading jumped and went straight through the middle of the V, but where the two guys either side of him jumped and went high up on the V, then the guy in the middle heard one of them scream, so he turned around to look behind him, 
got bucked off the knuckle of the jump where the landing starts. So he then launches in the air just as the other two guys come down to land. He loses control. They all land at pretty much the same time and they all die for the line and they all registered the same time. It was a photo finish and it was won by a finger. Really? The guy, yeah, they all lunged forward because it's the first part of the body to cross the line. No so they all way. lunged forward and the guy won it by a finger length. Wow. Yeah, Glove length. Really cool. Glove length, exactly. That's why you should always wear big gloves in that event. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Make a difference. One of those big um, foam hands that they used to have at the gladiators. Yeah. <laughs> With the yeah, big that, I mean, that might slow you down a little bit. Wind um, resistance. But yeah, it was really good. Um, I had to then go back up to do uh, just a little bit of social stuff. And when I went back up, I went into the sun. It was like primetime sun at this point of the day. I went back up and I'm not joking. I was outside for about three minutes and I got sunburned. Mm. I didn't yeah. have any sun cream on and I got completely burned in just three minutes being outside in the sun. Really? Mm. I noticed that a bit when I was over there because I... I noticed the first day a bit of sun came out and I didn't have cream on. I was like, I can feel myself burning. Because we've been inside for a year. Yeah. You know, our, our skin's turned to paper. Doesn't really handle it anymore, does it? And then, um, yeah. yeah, I went for the Fact 50 the whole time after that. Can't yeah. afford to age anymore, can we? Well, Not you need about to a sun have it on proper anyway, don't you? Yeah. Should have had it on properly. Yeah. Um. Oh, nice. That sounds that was a good event, yeah? Mm, really good. And you can, of course, re-watch it all over at Red Bull. So um, I'll get a link in the show notes for that. In the snow notes. <laughs> oh, nice. Ollie nice, Peets. Nice. Ollie Peets, not mine. Yeah, that's good. Um, sweet. And what did you do Saturday night then? I had three beers and was hammered. Really? Um, yeah, well, I've not, I've not done any drinking for a month, pretty much. So, um... Yeah, I had three beers, three halves. You know, do they do those skinny long halves, don't they? But I was just dead excited and yeah, ended up and saw a guy that I'd not seen for years. In, I'd not seen him for seven years. Um, a, a photographer from Australia, a guy called Dean and his wife, Romina, and they're Red Bull photographers. And I met them on the Cliff Diving World Series and they're really lovely people. And I didn't realize they'd had a, they've had a kid. They've got a five-year-old boy now. Mm. That's how long it's been since I saw them. So I saw them. And that was really nice. Nice. Yeah. And then back, uh, did you have to leave early on Sunday? Yep. Should we do Sunday? Yeah. Hit it. I'm interested. I want to know about your Sunday morning and afternoon and evening too. Um, woke up nice and early. Had a had a real, like, crazy. It was it was really nice. Woke up early Sunday. Woke up at seven. Not the earliest start in the world. Showered. Bags were packed. Uh, went downstairs. Uh, had some breakfast. Um, got in the car. Hire car. Left the hotel at eight fifteen. Drove down the road. Beautiful drive to the airport. Um, nice sunny morning driving around the lakes, quiet roads, just through the mountains. It was just beautiful. Listening to all my own podcasts as I was driving. Um, <laughs> then I, what, listening to your own, but with you on them? 
listening to my own podcast yet. Mm. My Reluctant Adults podcast. Should and have left my that bit out. Apray podcast. Mm. Um, no, I wasn't. I was listening. I was listening to just listening to music. Really enjoying myself. I had terrible farts. I had honestly the worst smelling farts. Coming down from altitude. Like. I oh, don't know what it was. Swiss beer. Swiss beer. Send three Swiss beers catching up on you. I guess it must have been. Yeah, man. It was. They were awful. They were absolutely awful. Anyway. I was a bit worried actually driving now. I started to stress out a little bit about 15 minutes out from the airport because I'm thinking, man, if I've got the, I, I cannot let these off on the aeroplane. That is like really bad. That's against human rights almost. So, <laughs> but anyway, they kind of abated by the time I got into the departure lounge. But it, I just had one of those mornings where every, it was clockwork. I woke up at seven. I'd breakfasted. I was in the car by 8.15. I was driving down the road. I'd arrived, dropped off the hire car and was in the airport by 10.05. I checked in. I waltzed through. I grabbed some Swiss chocolates for the kids. I walked through. I had um, a nice coffee and a semmel. Uh, went to the plane. I sat down. I watched a little bit of uh, a little bit more of Long Way Up. I managed to download. Next thing on, I'm on the aeroplane by 12 o'clock. I'm in the air, flying. Really nice flight. Cup of coffee. Lovely. Thank you very much. Landed in the UK at, uh, what was it, one o'clock? No, it was 12, 12 o'clock. It was uh, 12.30 I landed. So I'd gone from 7.30 in the morning, the middle of the Alps, to 12.30 in the afternoon, and I was at Heathrow Airport. How rad is that? Mm. Like, the, I, I mean, most days, normally, I'm not even out of my pyjamas by 12.30, but I'd managed to wake up at what felt like the other side of the world pretty much and yeah. travel from Switzerland. I just found that so amazing. It was so cool. It's a bit different to my flight back on Wednesday because uh, I had, like I said, slow, so sleep deprived and I know how tired I was because this never happens to me. I went to the toilet in the airport and we had been up, yeah, as I say, since four. So I was knackered, groggy. Went to the toilet, came out of the toilet, as I washed my hands, put my passport down on the top shelf in the uh. toilet with my ticket and and walked out the bathroom. And then about 20 minutes later, I heard my name on the could Mr. Mr. Jendal. I don't know what accent that was. That was a word. Could Mr. Jendal please come to the police? And I was like, and obviously at this point, I've told this story the wrong way around. I should have led with that yeah, to make it sound more dramatic. So you went but and got your passport. Great story, got- mate. <laughs> damn it i've totally blew that <laughs> should have started with the police thing yeah but at first obviously when i heard the tannoy say could mr gandor come to the police i obviously thought oh man what have i done Upgrade. and then i literally reached down to my pocket and was like oh, i've left my passport somewhere well that was quite stressful but you know me i've never lost a passport never lost a wallet i don't lose stuff do not lose stuff ever you are getting bad for it now though no i'm not why'd you, you say that? i've never done it <laughs> You, you say that. I've never done it before and I still haven't. I've never, I don't lose things ever. And that was what I was so angry. You know, how ang- and I was so angry with myself, the fact that I nearly lost something and my passport. That was quite a stressful hour yeah. before the flight. Yeah. Anyway, so it wasn't well, as anyway, crazy I, as yours. I landed at, I landed at Heathrow at 1030, uh, at 12.30. Um, but the story doesn't end there because at three o'clock I was still queuing up in immigration. Oh. Two and a Is half it that hours. Bad? Mm. Two and a half. Two and a half hours queuing wow. up. Because to enter the UK now, 
if well if you travel away i don't know i don't know if you've left the country or not me and gendel obviously have but if you haven't left the country yet then this is what you're in for you've got to have a covid test to fly then do whatever tests you need to do when you're there wherever you're going which has to be for work because you're only allowed to travel legally for work then when you come back you needed the Swiss locator form as well, didn't you? You have to do a Swiss locator form for there. You also have to do a British locator form for when you come back. You have to do a COVID test to come back as well on the airplane because every time you fly on an airplane, you've got to have a COVID test. But now in the UK, you've got to have what's called a day two and a day eight COVID test, which have to be pre-booked. And then that booking number has to be inserted into your passenger locator form. Of course, this only came into force on March the, uh, February the 15th. So... It's not quite common knowledge. It certainly wasn't common knowledge for the 90% of people in the immigra- immigration queue. So you've got Oh, basically... man, were there loads of people getting not getting, getting oh, yeah. fined? Well, the, no, they were just standing there trying to book two and eight tests on phones and yeah. laptops in the queue, and it was bedlam. And, of course, because it was Sunday, there were about three Border Force officials just... Mm. And then they'd seem to have breaks and go off. And I got that thing where you get up to the, I got literally up to the line and the guy was like, can you join this queue? And I was like, oh, can I just stay in this queue? Cause there's only two people left. He's like, no, join. So then I had to join another, you know, my, I had to snake off. And of course that queue went and, oh God, two and a half hours, nightmare. Oh. Have you been getting called every day by the government? Well, I've oh, only got, been only called got today yesterday. Yet? Because they, they no. called me the day after and um, to check that I was at home and then they've been calling me every day. They've called me every day. Why, why don't you, when they call you, and just say, no, well, I'm not at home. This, this is the problem. And I've missed it the past two days. I keep missing the call. And like... Surely well, you're just going to lie, aren't I don't you? know. Maybe they're, maybe they're tracking your phone. But they'll call you today. They'll call you. Nah, mm. that's illegal. All it? right. So. Drove home, saw the kids, gave the kids chocolates, bounced on the trampoline, had a skateboard, uh, fell off, twisted my ankle. Then we had spangers and mash. Kids went to bed, watched a long way up and nearly ruined my marriage by watching the first four episodes of Long Way Up Ooh. without Lucy. Why, she love it. She love it. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that she wanted to watch it. I didn't think it was her bag, but she apparently she quite likes oh, yeah. quite likes you and McGregor. Everyone likes Charlie a bit of you and... um, nice. Um, what did you do Sunday? Sunday, pretty chilled. Actually, you know how I never ever get ill. Actually, I think my I slightly run down. I think I've had a, had a bit of a sinus headache. You know when like you bend down and your head feels like it's going to blow up. It's Corona. It's uh, it's sinus. It's sinuses. Corona. It's definitely. Well, I, I was worried it was, but I knew. I knew the moment it was like a bend down my head. It was uh, it was like a pain in the back of my head. Google bit of googling sinus. Ooh. So Camilla went. Don't, don't worry. I'll get out. I'll get out the 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 netty bottle. Netty bottle. Whatever that is. I was like, what's the netty bottle? She went, don't worry about that. Filled up this jug with salt water boiled salt water then put it in like a a jug of uh ice to cool it down so it's like cooled ice uh cooled salt water and then yeah. she whipped out this bottle and uh, with like this weird nozzle thing on top filled it up with the salt water and went go and squeeze that up your nose 
So like, what? Really? She's like, yeah, it'll be fine. Squeeze half one, half in one nostril, half in the other one. So I went to the thing. I went to the bathroom, did that. It literally felt like I was having like boiling hot ants shoved up my nose. Have you ever nice. done it? Squirted straight up your... Lucy does it a lot. Lucy, Lucy's a big fan of the sinus cleanse. With a, oh. she's got what a bottle squeeze, but I've never heard it called a netty bottle. Yeah, I think it's a netty bottle or netty something. Um, yeah, it's agony. It's horrible. So did that to try and clear my my sinuses up. Did that. Didn't really work. Still had a headache. Um, then watched the England game. Pretty average. Missed my quarantine call again. Uh, <laughs> Got really annoyed Mate, it's not myself. on the doorbell, is it? It's not on the. There's, there's been a door. There's been two people on the doorbell today already yeah, it wasn't this. Them. I, I did miss it. I missed it today, though. I've already missed it today because I was making some eggs. Put my phone down and I saw it. I saw it ringing. It's an 0300 number, and I saw it and I went <gasps> and I reached for it and I opened my phone and it was and it went to miss call. Just missed it. Why don't you phone so, them back? You can't. If you do, they go. We've just tried to phone you. It's, a, it's an answer message. We've just tried to call you, but don't worry, we'll call you again later check on you and then they and then they don't or maybe they do but it just makes you look guilty but I have, i'm not guilty because i've not left the house so mm. i just want to prove that i'm doing it right well you're um, not doing it right anyway yes i am have you kissed camilla no <laughs> <laughs> of course you have yeah. What do you mean? Same, no, because she's isolating. She's isolating with me. So that's fine. No, there's a difference between what you're supposed to quarantine on your own in a separate room. No, I thought you. Well, have you been doing it properly then, mate? I, I was. I hadn't even got my, the bags in the door, and the kids were licking my face. Like, yeah, but the thing the is, you put on dogs. the form. You put on the form who you're quarantining with. No, doesn't ask you that on my form. Mm-hmm. I probably filled out the wrong form. Probably. Um, anyway, I'll have a COVID test result back in about nine hours and I'll know whether I've got it or not and whether I've got to properly quarantine or not then anyway. Mm. Um, well, listen, we've been waffling here. We have been waffling. We have. Let's get into the Gendo Recommendo. I think that's okay. where we need to go right now. Here we go then. Gendo Recommendo. Yeah. Right. What a film this was. Didn't see this coming. Tell you what, I'd heard about this film for years now. It's it popped up on podcasts and things and kind of sp- as like a bit of a hidden gem. Um, it's called Bone Tomahawk with Kurt Russell, and uh, it's basically a it's Sounds kind of a, rubbish. I tell you what, mate, it it leaves a mark. It's it's. It's worth a watch, and it's it's one of those classic films that you like when people have gone on about it or you've heard it mentioned. You're like, oh, there must be something about it. I'll tell you what this about it. It's uh, it's basically it's a really simple plot. I won't try and give too much away. Cowboy town set in like the late 1800s in Wyoming. Kurt Russell's the sheriff of the town. There's about probably about 12 people that live in a town. But these kind of wayward, this wayward robber ends up in their town and he's caused a bit of mischief with the wrong people. Basically, he upset a few troglodytes, like cavemen type savages, right? Ended up in Kurt Russell's town. 
then these troglodytes have come in, kidnapped one of the main character's wives, taken them back to their cave, so then they set up a little crew. Kurt Russell's like, right, I'm going to go rescue. I'm going to go rescue the wife. And then the, the husband's like, well, I'm obviously coming because she's my wife, I'm coming. And then Matthew Fox, the guy from Lost, you oh, know the yeah. guy from Lost who's never yeah. in anything anymore? He's in it. And he's like, well, I went and got the woman. and She's my fault. She got kidnapped, so I'm going too. And then um, this, and then the old boy, this Richard Jenkins, you'll know him. He's been in loads of like Coen Brothers films. He's the old boy who goes, well, I'm the deputy. So I'm coming too because the deputy never leaves the side of the sheriff. So all of a sudden there's these four <laughs> guys who are like wicked, good actors, good characters set off to go and rescue this woman. It's really simple from these savages in these caves. And uh, and and it's just goes mad after that. They reach them. I'm, I don't even want to tell you what happens. They find the caves. They they kind of they have to walk across the desert and across like cowboy country for like four days to get to uh, to get to these savages and find them and try and rescue her. And it just goes mental after that. And it's uh, there's probably the 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 most horrific death in it I've seen in a long time. Oh really? It's, yeah, you said involves... that about another movie. Not too. No, long but ago. this is <laughs> this is. It involves it involves like how do I say it? A man gets turned upside down and gets chopped in the bum crack with a massive axe. Oh wow! It's <laughs> it's really really graphic, and you do not see it coming at all of how bad it's going to be because you just think oh, that's a Wild West film with Kurt Russell. This will be all right. Can't be that bad. It's. <laughs> It's, All right. Where it, do we watch that then? What's it called, and where do we watch it? It's on. Bo- it's called Bone Tomahawk, and that was on. Uh, that was just on Apple Movies. It, it might be on. It might be on Netflix or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But uh, it's good. Sorry, it's a bit of a dark and graphic one again, guys. But I tell you what, it 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 will definitely leave an imprint on your brain before you go to bed on a Saturday night. Gendo recommendo. Or Sunday night or Monday or Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah, any night. Yeah, Tuesday night if you want to watch it tonight, maybe. Don't watch it on a Sunday night, I wouldn't. It's not no. Sunday night material. Um, right, right then. Should we review? Do, do, do. Please give us a nice review. If you do, 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 then next week we'll say thank you. All right, this is a bit where we check live if we've had a review. And hopefully then we can say thank you to whoever left that review. Timo, we got any? Uh, yay! All right. We do, we do. Oh, I can't find the clappy button. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, we've had one. Yes. Go on. Uh, this is with the title Mentally Mundane. Thank you. It's from Brizzle Boy. <laughs> Five stars. Says, sod line of duty. I'm desperate to find out if Gendel's rubber oven seal has arrived. <laughs> flipping up that's that's digging deep isn't it yeah it did arrive don't worry it's it's sealed helped warm up the oven way faster than normal so uh. Uh, who was that who sent that review brizzle boy brizzle boy great review brizzle boy thanks that's really nice is that it is that the one that's the one for this week hey one will do you know what they say one review that'll do (laughs) 
<laughs> do, do, do. Please give us a nice review. If you do, 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 then next week we'll say thank you. If you're holding an iPhone, it would be wicked if you could uh, leave us a little review. That'd be really nice. And some five stars or three or two. I mean, maybe you don't even like what you've heard, but that's absolutely fine as well. Um, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Um, what are your plans for this weekend? Uh, are you doing your test and release at five days? What are you I've doing? D- I did it today. Did it this morning. So I've done my test and release. Now at 12 o'clock tonight, I should get a uh, my results. And if so, I'm clear oh, tomorrow. Oh, the Express one. How much does that cost you? Um, I can't remember. It wasn't the Express. It was the normal test and release one. It's like 130 quid or something. But, um, really? Yeah. That's what you're oh, going to do, aren't you? No, it's too much money. It's 199 quid if you do it on the same no. day. Yeah, no. my one. My one. But I can't do it on Friday anyway because it's bank holiday. It's Good Friday. So well, are they closed. not open? It'll be open. Apparently not. They're open every day. The test centres. Not this one. Which test oh. centre are you going to? A private oh, it's one. one or a... It's one. Uh, it's a private one. Just look for a private one. Don't do an NHS one. Just do a private I've one. I've been doing... I do do private ones. Oh. The private one I've been to today is um, closed. Anyway, this is the worst chat we've literally Worst ending had. ever. I know. Uh, Guys, cut that bit, Mikey. <laughs> cut that bit, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Cheers, Take guys. Goodbye, Gendo. See you next week. Bye, bye, bye. All right, Gendel's gone. It's time to welcome a fresh voice to the podcast. If you are new, this is where we chat to our. Editor extraordinaire, the man that sprinkles his audio magic over this podcast. Uh, it's Mikey Dryborough from Mixtapes with Mike. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Really good. Um, only because once I'd finished recording with Gendo today, guess what we did? What well, did I had a, I had a new mattress arrive, um, but I wasn't paying 40 quid for them to take my old one. Screw that. So I dragged my old mattress downstairs and put it on the trampoline for a double bounce. (laughs) (laughs) But let me tell you what a mattress on a trampoline does. It turns it into the absolute ultimate kid throwing mechanism. So I was tossing my kids from literally halfway down the garden. It was like some kind of medieval Scottish Highland Games child tossing competition. And I'm just launching the kids from halfway down the garden. It was ever so good. I really enjoyed it. I could clip out some of that audio just now and make it seem really, really, <laughs> really wrong. Uh, well, that does sound like a lot of fun. I, you know, I, I mentioned because I, I, I ran into your good lady wife at the park on Sunday. You did. And uh, I, I was saying that we, we were looking forward to the lockdown being lifted and getting the kids together in your garden because you, you've got a you've got a pretty fun garden, to be fair. I I well, we as as kids, we didn't have a very big garden, and so when I moved into this house, which had the garden, I mean, I wasn't bothered about the house when we bought it. I walked straight through the house to look at the back garden, and the back garden. I mean, it was like Jurassic Park when we bought it. The old boy hadn't done anything with it. Um, but I looked past all that and all I saw was skate ramp, sunken trampoline. And sure enough, six years later, I've now got a skate ramp and a sunken trampoline. So um, 
it's everything I ever wanted as a kid. I have now in my back garden at 41. Um, but you are more than welcome anytime, as is anybody else listening. Come and have a bounce on the trampoline and have a skate. You are more than welcome. Yeah, you might regret that invite. <laughs> That's true. Um, so how are you anyway? You all good? Good weekend? Yeah, man. Good. Um... Well, so, so we, uh, let's see, we went to the, was it Saturday or the Sunday we went to the park? I think it was the Saturday. Uh, and we watched a, a bunch of dinosaur stuff. And my little boy was in a dinosaur mood, so it was Jurassic Park and it was various Netflix cartoons. Nice. Uh, and then, you know, walks with the family. In-laws had the boy for like five hours on Sunday. Oh, delight. So um, we didn't do anything fun. We just set about doing some chores but you know that's that that sense of accomplishment when you've just like ah, i've i have nailed that thing it's good for your mental health that is it really is just getting mate honestly done. felt mm. so much better I tidied my office cleaned the bathroom helped the missus with a few things around the house that she would usually just do by herself and complain about it under her breath but never ask for help <laughs> the, key is, the key is to offer tim um yeah I heard, a, I heard a, a comic on a podcast say um, his tactic was before even contemplating sitting down, he would go to his wife and go, is there anything I can do? And then she, no, no, not really. And then he would take that as sort of the all clear to go sit down because you can guarantee if he sat down without asking, she would go, why aren't you helping with this, this and this? <laughs> good, very good. So, Mikey has a podcast. It's called Mixtapes with Mike. It's very good. He gets a guest on. They pick 10 tracks. They chat about those tracks, and then those playlists are compiled over at your playlist provider of choice. Um, different guest every week. Who have you got this week? Well, this week's slightly different. Um, so, I've been doing these live episodes on the Stereo app, which is like a live podcasting sort ah, of. Ah, yes. So, so basically, it, you can you can listen in to a live podcast, but the people who listen can send voice messages in as the conversation unfolds. So once a week or thereabouts, I meet up with another comedian I know from LA by the name of Steph Tolev, and we each pick five tracks for a different weekly theme. Uh, and this week's theme was music to travel to slash drive to. I did have a guest booked in this week for a, a normal episode of mixtapes but we had some technical issues which meant we couldn't record but luckily i had this one in the can so i just brought that one forward nice edited it all together and uh, we one of our regular listeners chipped in a couple of uh, his own tracks so that the, the mixtape is longer than the conventional 10 but oh. that, but but that's we allow that because the listeners get to sort of chime in so it, it it's it's a level of interaction that you don't get with the normal mixtape episode but we'll be back to it next week with a, a standard episode but lots of good music so i picked one from uh, a snowboard movie i don't know if you remember gray day by zoot woman it was just i love one. that track oh my god i was telling lucy this the other day so gray day by zoot woman which mm -hmm. is this and in fact i heard this track before it came out on a snowboard video it was on the sh it was on the white album wasn't it is it the white album I, I, uh, it's, it's, it's either that or one of the Benedict movies, I think. Yeah. I heard The Grey Day. I was in a bar in Brighton, and I was telling Lucy about this track the other day because we had it on Alexa. That is the first track I ever went up to a DJ and said, what song is this? This is incredible. Yeah, it is. It, like, I've, yeah. And I've, 
I've tried to work out a way to play it like on guitar because it's actually sort of synths and stuff. It's really electro electronic, isn't it? But but it feels like a rock track. It feels like an indie track. And um, like I've showed that track to so many people and they've all had the same reaction. Like, what is this? Where do I get more? And yeah. I, I love it when you hear music like that. Um, it's happened to me with a couple of bands. Uh, Think, Joy Formidable, just like, what is it? Who are they? Where do I get it? Um, and so like I approached it quite differently to the way Steph did so I was coming from a sort of pacey four to the floor sort of we are getting moving yeah 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 but not not like a a a racing kind of thing like a just a a a long motorway journey at pace because like you might do this because you you make films but um like I, I sometimes see myself as as the character in my own movie and when I'm <laughs> when I'm travelling somewhere it's almost like I'm picturing the the montage or the time lapse and the music yeah. I'm playing is like the soundtrack for that. So, yeah, that, so there yeah. has to be a pace to it. So everything I picked had that kind of sort of approach. So like Queens of the Stone Age, uh Zoot Woman, We Are Scientists and Nice. But Steph took a different thing. She was talking about fun tracks to sing along to with your friends on karaoke a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the last track on the mixtape that she picked, um, I was, I was like, I, it didn't compute when she sent me her picks. I was just like, what? And she took offence to my disdain. Uh, which which comes out in the conversation, which is quite funny. It's like so. Steph Toller was a previous guest of mixtapes, and she was by far the funniest guest I've ever had because she has no filter. And I would host every episode of mixtapes with her if I could get her. But the fact is, she's a very busy comedian who's far more successful than I. Um, but but you know, once a week or once a fortnight, we get together and do these live episodes, and it's always so much fun. So it's it's well worth a listen. All right, there you go. You know what to do, people. Search him out, Mixtapes with Mike. Go listen to the latest episode with Steph, the Stereo Live Podcast Edition. Mikey, you're a good man. I'll speak to you soon.